0: M. S. W. Media. Friends, before we get rolling with our three-minute bartender, I got a little special something to tell you about. Born and raised in a small town in the middle of Ireland, Tullamer Dew has never put much stock into self-promotion. While Tullamer might have a big reputation in Irish whiskey, it's the kind of town where you can't pretend you're bigger than who you are. Opinions in Tullamer are formed off character, the friends in your life, and not the likes or number of followers on your phone. This Labor Day weekend, when people are posting their holiday plans on social, Tullamer Do is reversing the cultural course of influencers with large followings constantly being treated to discounts, deals, and freebies by celebrating those with tiny social media followings. Starting September 2nd through September 5th, Tullamer Do will give folks with less than 1,000 Instagram followers, a rebate of $25 to put towards a bottle of Dew Irish whiskey. Why? Because at Dew, they think the answer to life is simple. Work hard, yes. Aim high, of course. But get full of yourself? Never. That's my job. To be eligible, fans can simply hop on the gram and post a photo of an empty whiskey glass with the hashtag, WhiskeyNotLikes. Once selected, the rebate will be sent to you directly via Cash App. To learn more about the world's most popular, least famous Irish whiskey, go to Tullamardu.com. And now, it's showtime. We're all busy, and that's why sometimes you want a good drink and you want it fast. So strap in and hold on tight, friends. This is the 3-Minute Bartender. When is a martini not a martini? When it's garnished with an onion. Then it's a Gibson, one of the rare times in the cocktail kingdom where the garnish calls the shots. Speaking of which, did you know that the horse's neck is the only cocktail known to be named for its garnish? Of course you didn't know that. Who the hell would know that? I certainly didn't until I googled it. The drink itself is just whiskey and ginger ale garnished with a long curling strip of lemon rind that somebody once upon a time thought looked like the curves of a horse's neck, hence the name. But I'm not here to spew horse shit. Or am I? No, 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 no. This show's about the Gibson. That's a Gibson. The difference between it and a martini might seem trifling at first. Hell, it's just an onion. But a sip reveals the Gibson's flavor profile is markedly different from its famous forebear. As Washington Post food columnist M. Carrie Allen put it, the allium in the onion adds, quote, a salty sour note that transforms the martini into a cold, delicate onion soup. At once, both aperitif and appetizer, end quote. Thanks, M. Carrie Allen. So here's how to make it, Gibson. You're going to need a cocktail glass to serve it in, a mixing glass to make it in, a bar spoon to stir it with, and a strainer to... Well, you get the idea. You can do it! In your mixing glass, you're going to combine two and a half ounces of your favorite gin, a half ounce of dry vermouth. Stir gently with ice. For Christ's sakes, don't bruise it. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass and garnish with a pickled pearl cocktail onion. As for specific products to use, I like a Gibson made with a classic London dry gin like Beefeater, Sipsmith, or Heymans. In recent years, I've noticed more and more people ordering Gibsons made with vodka. If that's what you like, go for it. Let's face it, that ain't really a legit Gibson. Just saying. Hell, some people might even get angry if you fuck around with a Gibson like that. You need a fucking doctor. You need a fucking brain transplant. You need a fucking... For the dry vermouth, you can't go wrong with Noily Pratt or Chinzano 1757 Extra Dry. You can buy cocktail onions pre-pickled in a jar or pickle them yourself. I found a great recipe online from Martha Stewart, of all people. Again, Google to the rescue. So where'd the Gibson come from? There are a few cocktails of note with murkier Inception stories. Now, most booze historians can't even agree upon the century or city it was hatched in, let alone its namesake. The most prevalent tale I've come across has the Gibson originating at the Bohemian Club in San Francisco in the 1890s, where a wealthy industrialist named Walter D.K. Gibson used to order his martinis with onions because he believed they helped prevent the common cold. (gasps) That works for me. And now, as is customary, I'll leave you with a joke. Man walks into a bar and heads straight to the restroom. A minute later, he comes out. He's looking a little confused. Goes over to the bar, orders a drink and says to the bartender, This is a great place, but my buddy was here last night and he said you have golden urinals. Where are they? Bartender shakes his head, turns to the band and yells, Hey Frank, I've got a lead on the fucker who ruined your saxophone last night. I invite you to follow me on social media at the Imbiber, Instagram and Twitter. The podcast has an Instagram at WWD underscore podcast. And as always, thanks for spending time with me. You've been great, really. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming by. I hate thank you. 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 Thank you.